0: perhaps they'll die. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh yeah. I don't are they not enunciating them? No, it's just the way Joy Ramone like, like sings, you know. So. And they're they you know, they're New Yorkers. It's like
1: it, <laughs> it's as if a valley girl was singing in a man voice. Pops thou die. <laughs> You're like-
0: Yo, yo, what is up everybody? And welcome to a brand new episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown. We are so happy that you could be with us here once again for another very exciting episode of the show. Welcome everybody who is watching the live streaming version of the show right here, right now, Uh, whether you're watching us on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Uh, As we do every Monday at 8.15 a.m., please feel free to play along, participate, throw comments at us, whatever you want to do, because, you know, it's what makes the show fun. We have a good time with that kind of stuff. So do not be bashful, whatever you want to say. Just do it. Just lay it on us.
1: Good or bad. We welcome it all.
0: Just lay it on us. We are all good. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Also, if you're checking out the replay of this or... The, uh, the audio feed, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we appreciate you spending a little bit of your precious time with us. Uh, if this is your first time checking out the SongSwap showdown, well, you're in for a treat because we do the show every single week and we follow a very simple format, a very easy to follow format, <laughs> which everybody seems to enjoy. I mean, I know you and I have a really good time doing sure. it, so I'm just going to go with the assumption that everybody else likes it because... I don't know. People listen to the show. They like the show. So I'm going to go with the wild assumption that people like the format. So if this is your first time checking us out, well, how the show normally works is Amanda and I each swap three songs with one with one another that we don't think the other has ever heard before. And then we rate those songs on an ever sliding scale, very complicated scale of one to five records, with one being a dumpster forever song. Get it out of mm-hmm. here. I don't want to hear it. My ears are bleeding yes, in not okay. a good way. Yes. Anytime mm-hmm. there's blood coming out of the ears, it's usually not ever
1: good. good. But <laughs> sometimes
0: good. you're like, wow, that song's so good, my ears <laughs> are bleeding. And in this case, the song is so bad, my ears are bleeding. Get it out of here. All the way up to five records, which is heavenly music to our ears. That's right beautiful eternal playlist i'm gonna give it the heart on spotify yes so it, it the ai learns and recommends that type of music forever or that song <laughs> i'm gonna add it i'm gonna hit it on chef replay the whole thing that's five records
1: i will say our show probably has had spotify go to my algorithm like what's she doing she just hearted what <laughs> yeah. Cuz it like, would have been a song I would have never other heard it before and now I'm how, hearting something crazy. How,
0: how funny would it be if the algorithm actually kind of talked back to you like that was like, "Wait, this are is you not sure you your
1: want normal selection? Are you sure you want to heart this song?"
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like 2001 like how computer, you know, like <laughs> Amanda, are you sure you like this song? Are you sure you want to like
1: this? Was this done in error? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, why are you listening to this? Like it just actually started you're like, wait what like
1: I'm judging. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it may get like that at some point which I, I feel
1: weird. like it is like that without the words.
0: Yeah, well, Spotify has this DJ by the way, Spotify's not an official sponsor of the show I just, want, I just want to say we're <laughs> just yeah but uh but because we use Spotify yeah. for like everything according mm-hmm. to, with the show uh, but the uh they have that DJ function. Where the DJ talks to you because it, it – I don't know if you've tried it yet. I have not played with
1: was- that. You've sent that to, like, myself and others, I and I meant to go you back.
0: I got to see if I can find it real DJ quick. DJ us up. Come on. While, while, we're, while we're doing this. See, Let's now, do now, now, live. I'm like, now I'm not going to be able to find it.
1: Isn't that the way when you're trying to find something? But I do think – yeah. I think Spotify has that judgmental tone sometimes without the actual words saying it. Yeah,
0: I think so, too, right? It's just like, <laughs> I can't find this DJ set. It's like, they just updated stuff, and now I'm like, I don't know where the heck it went. It was, like, right at the top, and now it's... And now DJ
1: it's, Spotify. Do you, like, name your DJ?
0: Oh, here it is. D, it's an uh, AI DJ playlist. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Let, let, me, let me see if he's going to come on.
1: I love that Chris is the tech-savvy one who can just, like, instantly play. Hey,
2: how's it in. going? I'm your DJ X. Glad you're here.
1: There it is. Kicking
2: off this Monday, Your Kind of Music. Hannah Wickland first.
1: You know, you okay.
2: <laughs> so,
1: I just have to say, that is a very... All right. I'm gonna because mess.
0: I hearted this song, because this was a song you gave me on our playlist.
1: Mm-hmm. So... I, when I heard that, I will say, I love Spotify. I love that it's commercial free listening. If you're a premium person, it's so amazing. But until I heard that, I kind of missed the element because I'm not listening and looking at my phone necessarily knowing exactly who that song person is. And so if a DJ was kind of coming in and saying, and now like, I never get annoyed with the personalities on radio. I just get annoyed with the like constant ads
0: yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's the way they make the money. I mean, absolutely. That, you know, and that's we, why that's why radio is free because, you know, you have sponsors paying.
1: Absolutely. Like, and so I get it, yeah, but I do miss. sponsor for this show. Absolutely. Like, I believe in sponsorship. I get it. But sometimes they're so long, right? But I do, yeah. I really loved, I feel like I, I haven't realized how much I love the element of that personality talking about the music. So I'm going to have to activate this on my Spotify. Chris, thanks for the reminder.
0: You are welcome. You are totally welcome. always yeah, bringing it's, it to the table. It's actually fun. It's like, yeah, it kind of talks to you and it'll like, it'll play like a bunch of songs. And it'll be like, here, we're going to mix it up a little bit. This love is it. based on something that you've listened to, uh, last year. Like, it's kind of funny. Like it really pulls nice. through like your, your listening habits. So I
1: love but it. But yeah,
0: at some point it's going to be like, you chose these songs. Like
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's
0: hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's give it a try if you have Spotify. Once again, not an ad for Spotify, but it yeah. is, it is, it is all fun to play with. So, um, anyway, let's get into what, what is today's show about, first of all. Listen. Um, we've got this was like if you listen to our last show. So, if yeah. you're listening to the show, it was in order, right? And you're listening to all the episodes in order. If you hang out with us, uh, on a weekly basis, uh, you know that last week we literally had like live brainstorming happening on mm-hmm. the show. And so this came out of, like, the idea for this show literally came out of, like, last episode.
1: It Absolutely. We were just having fun doing our show. And then our our friend and fan of the show, Ashley, like, she just said, you all should do. And I, she probably really did say y'all because she's from the South yeah, and she's, she's adorable. Is. And she said, you should do it on names, like name songs. And we were immediately like, yes.
0: Yeah yeah Absolutely. that was a really, really good idea and uh of course, it resonated with us. So here we are. We're swapping songs with each other that have names in the titles, specifically people's names um I mean, we've said we did say it could be people, it could be uh animals or whatever, but yeah, regardless their names, right, and so Name. I think we pretty much stuck to like people's names. And so that's what we did. And I feel like that we gave each other some pretty solid playlists this week, which was once again hard.
1: <laughs> it was so hard. I and I felt very judged this morning by my husband because he was talking to me. He normally leaves and this right. morning. He didn't leave because he was the weather was bad. So he was delayed a little.
2: Yeah. And
1: he, he was like, well, what's your what's your show on today? <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> like names, songs with names in them. And he was like, what did you choose? And I was like, oh, he's already going to judge my list. So I tell him my list. And he's like, you should have did this one. And I said, that's good, too. But it was I go, you do realize, like, you only can pick three, Marcus, only can pick three. And it was really hard to narrow down three. You don't realize how many songs have names in the title until you try to find them and choose only three.
0: Yeah, exactly. It is. It is tough. It's this is something I, you know, the struggle is real people. Wait, wait. (laughs) it's not easy coming up with the songs for this show. I'm going to tell you, because it's there's so much music you and I like. And then on top of that, we try to throw in the has have has the other person heard this before? Like, has Amanda heard this before? Mm -hmm. You know, and then we because we try to do that. So then that way it's like, you Mm -hmm. know, we're discovering music on top of talking about it, too. Um, I mean, a, a lot of times it's fun to go back to a song that like I've heard a hundred times, but ne- never really listened, Listen to it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's also part of this. So I'm just saying, you know, woe is us. We, well, we have a hard, we have a hard time selecting songs sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> first world problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. First world problems. So, all right. So before we dive in, let's check in with some of our friends who yes. are on the feed at the moment. So Mr. VIP of the show, huge mm-hmm. supporter, Mr. Dave Mattingly. Good morning, my friend. Yes. Good morning, name droppers. Mr. What? Mark Ronick, good another morning. great friend of our community, uh, supporter and sponsor of the show. Good morning, my friend, Mark Ronick. Uh, Dave, checking in with radio would be so much more fun if they used buy me a coffee <laughs> instead of ads, right? Agreed. agreed. You know, Dave. Agreed. I agree. Speaking of which, if you like what you're hearing <laughs> and you'd like <laughs> to support the show and you don't want to be a sponsor of the show, But you want to support us or show, hey, we love you guys. Uh, Feel free to use the buy me a coffee link in our show notes because, you know, every little bit helps. And you can become a (laughs) VIP like Mr. Dave Mattingly here Mm -hmm. who supports us each and every month. So thank you so much, Dave, for uh, being an amazing uh, member of our community. And Mark Ronick with I've yet to find the Spotify feature you two are discussing. Um, Mark, so if you have the I, I, I think it's just for the premium version of Spotify, I believe but if you just type in dj it'll come up as uh, ai dj um it actually says dj playlist spotify and then it says ai dj playlist so i must have maybe saved a playlist at some point but it just dj playlist spotify it's like a D- little blue D- thumbnail with a with a circle that kind of looks like it's indented cuz that's how this that's how it looks on screen it's a circle that talks to you like it's kind of funny so yeah are you trying it right I,
1: now? I, yeah, AI DJ playlist.
0: Yeah. And then there's, it's, and it's like a, yeah, the blue thumbnail with the little circle guy. Oh. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> but,
0: yeah. I don't know if the, and I don't know if the voice is different for everybody, if it's just this one voice. Um, I don't know.
1: Here, I'll, I'll hit the play and see hit what happens.
0: Oh, yeah. Ashley found it and it's suggesting some off the wall stuff. I am well, mine too. Yeah. Well, Ashley, maybe. It's just stuff you're listening to. Is the E remember.
1: illicit? Like, E's not good, right?
0: E is explicit.
1: I have all E's.
0: <laughs> okay. do, do you have two? Like, is there one that says DJ Playlist Spotify?
1: I guarantee you this is an 0-1-1. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> okay, DJ playlist
0: does he does he use your spotify account
1: um only if he can't get his phone to work in the car okay so very rarely um, because
0: that's what it pulls from is anything that anything that you've listened to on spotify oh, it's it very pulls. so like when we're <laughs> in the car and the girls are like my girls oh. are like dad let let us let, and they
2: start it's really great to be here with you I'm Xavier, my friends call me X and from this moment on, I'm gonna be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify Hey! Yeah, I'm an AI, but listen I don't set timers, I don't switch on your lights, I'm all about music your music, I know what you listen to, I see Abba there so I'm gonna be here every day, playing those artists you got in rotation, going back into your history for songs you used to love and I'm always on the lookout for new stuff too, just to push your boundaries a little bit, I'm gonna come back every few songs to change up the vibe, but if you're ever not feeling the music there's going to be a dj button at the bottom of your screen tap that and i'll come back early to switch it up all right enough talk i mentioned abba let's get it going with that and some other artists in that zone look at that
1: dancing queen there so ashley came in that says all of hers are E's too you know i think i was in the wrong one i think there is fake playlists like that and they have duplicated the thing so definitely look for the one that says the spotify next to it ashley
0: Right, exactly. I, I think that that's because when I typed in DJ here, um, two came up, and the first one says DJ and it says Playlist Spotify, and then under it says AI mm-hmm. DJ Playlist. So I think somebody made a playlist. Yeah. Uh, actually, yes. Now I'm looking at it, someone did make a playlist. And it's yep.
1: It's not an Amanda one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So listen, <laughs> no. this, this happens sometimes in the world of Spotify. People make playlists because they want to get it fouled. And hey, yeah. pretty smart on them because it has like 7,000 likes on it.
1: <laughs> you know what's interesting to me, though, is I don't really understand. Like Spotify doesn't really have features to like monetize and stuff. Like when we route people to our playlist for our 2023 season and our second season and first season, like we're not getting anything from that. We want to be very clear. We no. just—it's just where we choose to house our our playlist that we mm-hmm. do on every single episode. It's a crazy one if you play it all. Yeah. It's really eclectic and fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. I, it seems like a lot of work that somebody would make a fake playlist for a couple likes.
0: Well, it depends too, but I mean, if you're a musician and like, say, you have that oh, playlist, and some of your music okay. is inside of that playlist. Ooh, you know, Ashley, the way they, they get discovered. Yes, I see that a lot, a lot. So, a All lot right. of times you now have like I'm a playlist, that. and the and that artist will put like some of their songs sliding. in that playlist. Mm. Correct, exactly. So,
1: genius. <gasps> yes. I retract my previous statement. And on
0: top of that, too, it does have a social media community aspect to it, where like if people are following you because you are a good curator of music and you put oh, together good you playlists, followed. you can be followed. Yeah, as oh, a, as an individual, you can be followed
1: they're like you probably have a lot of followers
0: like for instance I I only have 64 followers I mean I've been on here forever I but I have like 64 followers okay. but I make playlists all the time so This
1: is killing me. Yeah. Well, I I don't <laughs> think I have any. <laughs> I don't even know where to look. Anyway.
0: Anyway. So now that everybody who's listening to us just got a a, a demo in in Spotify. <laughs> That's- some of us make enough money from Spotify to buy a bagel at the end of the year. Yep, I hear that, Ashley. I, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: And Ashley does have some songs on Spotify. Yes. So, Ashley, if you will drop your link to your Spotify in our comments, we would love for them to hang out there. Also, feel free to go to our YouTube channel to do the same. We would love to support our community who supports us.
0: Absolutely. 100%. So let's get into our show. So we had some really interesting picks for each other this week, which <laughs> I really liked. I feel like we kind of went into different spots, which was good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, uh, it was a really good mix. So um, I'm gonna start this week. Because okay, I liked. I actually liked your first pick. i never. <gasps> so you gave me three songs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two I'd heard before. Mm-hmm. One I have not. This is the one I had never heard before. I'd never heard, Polk Salad Annie. Um, and I'm I'm not I'm going to say this so, this was performed by Elvis Presley, but not mm-hmm. his song, Correct. which, you know, a lot of Elvis songs obviously were were him covers. Uh, doing covers or people had written songs specifically for Elvis or, you know, he did standards, things like that. But "Poke Salad Annie song I'd never heard before. And I was like, what a name of a song like is it like and it tells a story. It really does tell a story. So, of course. You know, in my research, in my complex research uh, on songfacts.com. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, I went to songfacts.com where they had a really good uh, write up about the history of the song and really kind of chronicled it a bit. So, and there's actually, if you Google this, I'm telling you, you will see a lot of information about this song, where it came from. Um, I think American Songwriter had a really good write up on it too. So, regardless, the song, Polk Salad Annie, was. Written by Louisiana singer-songwriter Tony Joe White. And it is acquainted with um, the American Southern cuisine, Polk Salad. And this is a track off of his first record and became a hit single for him in the summer of 1969, his only hit single. So this actually hit uh, number eight on the U.S. Billboard music charts in 1969. So then I was like, what is Polk Salad? I've never <laughs> in my life heard of of poke Salad. Um, is, is Have
1: you had poke Salad? I've never had it. But the song even describes what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really does. So poke Salad, for anybody who wants to I can't milk. even
1: sit still yeah. during this because I can keep like I'm hearing the beat of the song in my head the whole yeah. time. Sorry.
0: You're so excited about this. I something. know. You're so excited about poke salad. Polk salad. <laughs> so, poke salad is made from the leaves of the poke weed plant, but it's not something you're gonna be able to find in grocery store. It says song facts because it's toxic. Okay, <laughs> you have to boil it a few times before you can eat it. Isn't this amazing that you can make a salad out of something that you have to figure okay. out how to make it? It's poison. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> um, but Joe Wade explains that the song's folksy folksy introduction that the plant. Uh, The pulk is a plant that grows out of the woods and in the fields, and it looks like something like a turnip green. He then introduces Annie, a hardscrabble woman who made a pulk salad for her family, since that's all they could afford to eat. Right. So White himself grew up in Oak Grove, Louisiana, near the Mississippi River, and wrote what he called swamp songs about the folks from the area. Annie. She could have been maybe one, three or four girls along that river because all the girls were kind of tomboys. He said in a 2013 interview, they love to fish, climb trees and shoot rifles, the kind that kind of stuff. So Annie could have been anybody. It's just like old man, Willis, Roosevelt and Ira Lee and all those were real people that I grew up with. Um White does say he enjoys a good poke salad. I ate a bunch of it growing up on a cotton farm, he told us. It grows wild, and you pick it at certain times. During the year, you boil it and cook it like greens. My mother said it had a lot of iron in it and stuff for us kids. So it was something that tasted real good to me back then. I still eat it every sprig can you imagine like <laughs> just eat it <laughs> it's got I a mean, lot of iron and stuff
1: imagine the trial and error like oh didn't cook long enough they had gone yeah, her.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh my god can you imagine <laughs>
1: let's give it another go and cook it a little longer this time that'll yeah. take care of it all and it fun.
0: did <laughs> unbelievable and it's funny so here's some other like really fun stuff which once again never heard this before but that the being in the late 60s many listeners thought that Polk salad was code for marijuana. Oh, geez. He explained, Tom uh, White explained, in the early days on tour, we were out, and it was a big hit. A lot of hippie festivals, Flower Children, everybody, they would bring bags of grass back to the dressing room or back to my tent, and they said, we brought you a little Polk. (laughs) They all thought (laughs) Polk salad was marijuana. I was like, well, that's kind of not what I'm talking about. Anyway, everybody got it after a while. So Elvis Presley then... So this is the version we're talking about, the Elvis Presley version, right? So Elvis played this at many uh, of his concerts, including a performance on February 18th, 1970 at the International Hotel in Las Vegas that was included in his live album on stage. Uh, For Tony Joe White, this was a thrill since he performed a lot of Elvis songs when he first started out. Elvis arranged for White, who was living in Memphis at the time, to fly to Vegas so he could be in the audience for the concerts that were compiled on into on stage. They recorded it like six, seven nights in a row. So every night after show, we would sit back in a dressing room and talk and hang out. White told us he had an old acoustic guitar back there and we would and uh, and he would always get me to play for him an old blues lick or something. And then we would try to learn it. He loved guitar, but he really didn't play it a lot. He treated me really, really good, though, every time I was around him. The live version of the song was released as a single and issued in America. In 1973. So. There it is. Elvis taking a song that was already popular and kind of making it like even more relevant. So um what did I think of the song now? So let's <laughs> let's get into that. So I, uh I, as I said, I'd never heard this song before. Um And I have sort of like this thing with Elvis where I really like some of his stuff and other mm-hmm. stuff. I'm kind of like. Uh, This is just like not doing it for me. I enjoyed the song. I thought it was really fun to listen to, and yeah, the story that the how the lyrics are, it really tells the story of the polk salad, like and and Annie, and I (laughs) thought it was cool. It was very like it's very Americana, Mm -hmm. you know. I I, once again, I don't think you get this music really anywhere else in the world, but. America is like I feel like it's the only way this this kind these kinds of songs even get written. And then it's like to be done. And then Elvis. Does. It's just I don't know. It's just something very like mm-hmm. Americana about it, for sure. Um, I liked it, though. I thought it was good. And it's it's classic Elvis. So this is definitely the, the 70s Elvis, though, right? This is yeah. like because this was off of. Yeah, this was off of 1970 um, when he did all these. So this is when you're starting to get like white jumpsuit Elvis
1: one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I got to I got to hear from you before I give this a rating. Um and I'm going to play a little bit of it in a second. But like why did you pick this song? What what is it about? Is it just cuz it was the name or does this have uh, a certain relevance to you that like I don't know.
1: I so when Ashley suggested this last week, this was the first song that popped into my head. I was like this has a spot. Like instantly, everyone who has been a follower of our show knows I love me some Elvis, like, tremendously love Elvis. I just think this one comes, I, I feel like when I listen to it, I can hear such joy when he performs it. Mm. And there's something about it that just makes me smile, and I love this song so much, and I just jam out to it. And Ashley put in the comments, "Gators," <laughs> there's a there's a line in there that says, "Gators got your granny," like, and I just, it's so fabulously like performed. I just, it makes me smile. I think even though like there's a lot of I don't want to say negative things in it, but like very Louisiana, like not great things in there. Right. It, it's it's spun in a way of entertainment. I just think. Gosh, it's so fun! I don't yeah, know, I well, love
0: it. You got the it starts with down in Louisiana where the alligators Thank grow me. so mean. Live the girl that I swear swear to the world made alligators look tame. <laughs> Polk salad, Annie. Gators got oh, your granny.
2: Ready. Everybody
0: <laughs> said it was a shame for the mama was working on a chain gang. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. There's
1: yeah, a lot of I mean, hard, it's great. hardship there. <laughs>
0: yeah, all right. So let's let's take a quick listen to some of this.
2: <laughs> was a shame, Like, I. Yeah.
1: All of the freedom he can just do in the song. And because I think he really loved engaging with his audience when he performed.
0: Yeah. No, he, he was a a performer, man. I mean, yeah, Yeah, he really did. You can go back and watch. And there's actually a lot of videos of him performing this on stage um, on YouTube. I, I was searching it. It was like, boom, Elvis on stage, like pokes out. So there's a lot of video of him doing this. And yeah, Elvis, you know, he's just, He's Elvis, right? I mean, he's just Love got him. that way, man. He's got that way. He's got the way.
1: God rest his soul.
0: Yes. So, all right. So, where do I rank where what is my rating for Polk Saladani? I really enjoyed the song. I thought it was fun to listen to. Um, I'm not a huge, like like I said, I'm not an Elvis like like uh like you. I'm not an Elvis fan in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I enjoy there's definitely a lot of Elvis songs I really enjoy listening to um i give this a solid 3.5 i think that it's it's a good song it's it's fun to listen to i don't know if it's quite a four for me or even it's not in a five level but it's it's a solid song it's a fun version to listen to um i dig it though it's it's good. I hearted it, so it's it Ooh, got the heart. So maybe it'll God. show up in uh, the Spotify DJ. <laughs> which <laughs> which is why you heart things because it, it'll the algorithm learns. But I, I did. I like the song. But I, I give it a solid three point five. I think I like it's a, I think it's a good tune.
1: I'm it's glad a, you enjoyed it. I yeah, I did. I smile and bop to it and it just kind of takes the weight of the world away from me, you know, when right. I listen to it over and over and over. <laughs>
0: over and over and over i'm pretty obsessed with music
1: like i mean how many other people do that like they'll listen to a song and they're like wow this is great and they just hit repeat and hit repeat like am i the only one
0: uh no i mean a lot of times too like i'll do the um you know sometimes i i listen to a song and i forget that sometimes it will just keep playing the song over and over again you know on spotify so uh it happens to me. I don't know if I do it on purpose. I think sometimes it happens more on accident, but
1: oh see, I'm definitely a yeah. purpose person. I, I just I get fixated on a song and then I just go, Oh, I'm in the mood to hear this song 20 times in a row. Yeah. Well, I mean, funky. I definitely get
0: fixated on songs though, for sure. I mean I, I, I go through that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I get that. You know, life hits you sometimes and yeah. you just become equal with the song and you're like, Wow, this speaks to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It all right, so I Speaks accept your me. three point five records. Yeah. I appreciate that you liked it and found it fun. I like did. I do. Um I did. So
0: that's fun. So checking in with the comments real quick. Dave Bailey, "Polk Salad Annie" is a great song, but I always forget that Elvis sang a cover. I prefer Tony Lee, Tony Joe White's version. So let's listen to a little bit of sure. uh, the, the the Tony, the Tony Joe White, just for comparison here. I'm telling
2: yeah, now we have a plant that grows out in the woods and the fields. It looks something like a turnip green. Everybody calls it poke salad. Poke salad.
1: <laughs> yeah, look,
0: definitely, definitely different. You know, it's not Elvis. But yeah, way more, way more laid back version for sure.
1: Which I can appreciate. I I enjoy the spirit of Elvis's version a little bit. Actually, yeah. a lot more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I, I will say, I think yeah, Elvis brings the Elvis, the, yeah, what he does to it—the so.
1: rhinestones, the yeah. glitter, the right. flair to it.
0: Right. Right. The jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jumpsuit. That jumpsuit, man. The kid, the, the the power of the white jumpsuit.
1: I know. I yeah. know. I love it.
0: All right, okay. <laughs> moving along. So three point five for Polk Salad Annie.
1: Okay. I received that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Chris's song to me. The first was. Judy is a punk by the romance. Yes.
2: Oh, and yes.
1: And I said to Marcus, I, I told him this song. He's like, nice choice. So I want to relay that. Marcus approved of your song choice to me.
0: Hey, all right. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for the thanks for the backup.
1: Um. So this song was interesting to me. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I had a really hard time thinking it was in English at first.
0: <laughs> was it, well, you said they're from New York.
1: I really struggled hearing the lyrics to the point where I had to specifically go and look up the lyrics. What, which is easy because you just can hit the expand in Spotify. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they, mean, they have the the lyrics. I didn't have them. to
1: go down this long right. like path to find them because I was like, they can't be speaking English.
0: Mm-hmm. But they were. They are. They are, are
1: is right. And so when I saw the lyrics, I wasn't. Like, super impressed because half, no, what, three quarters of the song is basically, perhaps they will die. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I, you know.
0: Typical Ramones songs, man. Ramones, like, you don't have to go too deep, but literally it's straightforward. Like, you know, Jackie is a punk. Judy is a rut. And they decided to join the SLA, the, 70, the, the the Liberation Army. The SLA was a fringe political group that was in the news for kidnapping Patty Hearst in 1974. Which I mean okay. it's a purely fictional song, by the way. I mean the SLA was a real sure organization, but Jackie and Judy, you know
1: But so it's there's not a lot of meat to this song.
0: There usually isn't in a Ramones song. I mean it, there I'll is isn't. there isn't. Like blows my just, mind. I mean it's the Ramones. I mean it's a three chord punk rock. That's that's it, you know? <laughs> but
1: can you pull up Dave's comment?
0: I'm seeing this now. Yeah. Total degree. Ramon's songs sound the same, but for name songs, I prefer Sheen as a punk rocker. I like Sheen as a punk rocker oh. too. But <clears> I, I wanted, I, I thought I think we'd done this done Sheen as a punk rocker on the show before. I think. Um, but either or I think a man who would have heard that song before. So once again, I wanted to pick something that I don't think a man had heard before, so I went with Judy as a punk instead.
1: <laughs> His next comment. Amanda <laughs>
0: had to look up the lyrics for a band that rarely uses. All this <laughs> yes. True, true. Dave. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, when you put it like that, Dave. <laughs> I mean, it makes me feel a little shameful. Maybe my ears just weren't good yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was funny because I really enjoyed the Judy is a punk or I'm sorry. Jackie is a punk. No. Do I have it back? Jackie, Jackie is, is a, a punk, punk. Judy, is, Judy a is a runt. They
0: both went down to Berlin, joined the ice capades. And oh, I don't know why. <laughs> Perhaps they'll die. Oh yeah.
1: And so the, like when I put it into the, I put this into my friends list, like Jackie's mm-hmm. a punk, Judy is a runt. I'm like, man, that describes like half my friend list. Yeah. I could I could find a bunch of Jackie and Judy's and and couple them up (laughs) and we would have enough (laughs) for a small army because I got a lot of punk friends, I've got a lot of runt friends, (laughs) and I don't mean (laughs) runt and tiny, like just maybe not mighty. (laughs) So I just thought it was an interesting combination that punk and runt, and here they were gonna go off to to do whatever they thought they were gonna get. Done. They both went
0: down to Berlin and joined the ice He sure
1: did they sure did. so I just I mean it was interesting to me i uh, it fell a little flat for me, did it really it did I think I like the music better than I like the lyrics. I think that's mm-hmm. fair, okay. um, so I mean, would I skip it? No, is this my least favorite of the three? Yes.
0: It's gonna come on your DJ now.
1: I yeah. know. DJ. All of a sudden, Actually, you're gonna, gonna be like, Amanda, I know how much you loved Judy is a Punk. Yeah.
0: It's got, so you're gonna, gonna so be fantastic. working Impressed Rose, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> this is gonna come on. Is
2: the punk, Judy is the punk. Yeah. Those are the words I I don't know why
1: I have such a hard time understanding those lyrics.
0: It's a, perhaps they'll die. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I don't. Are they not enunciating them?
0: No, it's just the way Joy Ramone like, sings, you know. So. And they're they're you know they're New Yorkers. It's like
1: it, <laughs> it's as if a Valley girl was singing in a man voice. Perhaps they'll die. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, my ears could not. Filter it correctly. Could not. Could not. So luckily lyrics exist, so I was able to look them up. So listen, where do I put this?
0: Where do you put Judy is a punk (laughs) off of the 1976 (laughs) fiery debut by the Ramones?
1: I'm going to say this is going to be... I'm going to say 3 records. I've been struggling.
0: Hmm. I
1: almost put it into a 2.9.
0: I had a feeling you were going to go to it too. I was I like, but uh, you know,
1: I just don't feel like and I even have it written, 2.9.
0: 2.9.
1: 2.9 there. Um, but I I don't feel like I can really in good conscience give it a 2.9. So I'm going to give it just a 3.0. 3.0. 3.0.
0: Okay.
1: With all due respect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all due respect to the Ramones.
1: I know. God, God but rest, you know, the God other songs on Ramones. your list, better.
0: Okay. It's right. fine. <laughs> I gave you an eclectic mix.
1: You did. And Marcus approved of it. So there's that.
0: Oh, good. well, see, this is, you know what?
1: That's Marcus like a nice point.
0: Marcus is the man. He, get, he gets me. He gets me. <laughs>
1: he gets you. He really <laughs> gets me.
0: Okay. All right. So with all that being said, We're going to take a quick break here and we're going to just talk about our talking about sponsors and commercial breaks. Uh, We're going to talk about our wonderful sponsor, uh, campsite.bio, because they have just been an amazing, an amazing Mm -hmm. sponsor of the show. And we absolutely love them. Uh, And not only because they're a sponsor of the show, but honestly, because we love using their product and we are actual users of their product. If you go to. My uh, Lincoln bio profile, or Amanda's, or the Song Swap Showdown—you will see our Campsite.bio links, and uh, and it's not because they're just a sponsor. We were already using Campsite.bio before they yeah, became a sponsor. Long show before. and
1: you especially, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and I and I had actually found them, believe it or not, through someone else who I saw was using them because you know over two hundred thousand. I think that number is even bigger now. But 200, over 200,000 other creators and marketers, right, and business owners are using campsite.bio. And I saw campsite.bio in another creator's uh, LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn bio. And I said, wow, this is so much better than the one I was using. And uh, and that's it. I fell in love. I started using the product, and I just I just think it's outstanding. And I started on the free version, which you can get for free by going over to their link or using the link right now in our show notes, you can get it for free. Or if you want to upgrade to the pro plan, which is absolutely worth it. You can also use that link in our show notes and there's a coupon code copy and paste that coupon code in your checkout and you're going to get $10 off your pro plan and the pro plan. Let me tell you, it's absolutely 100% worth it because you will get so much more uh, data and analytics and so much more customization features by upgrading to that Pro plan, the free plan's cool. It's cool, and you could exist there. But you know, you want a little extra, little extra zing in your sauce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little, little extra pop. Go for the Pro plan. It's totally worth it, and you will get the data analytics. Because listen, you want to know where your traffic's coming from. You want to know who's clicking on where. You want to be able to integrate, especially if you're running any kind of digital marketing campaigns, things like that. You can integrate it all with campsite.bio you think you could integrate uh programs like mailchimp in there uh we love the fact that you can get our instagram or, i'm sorry mm-hmm. our uh, our our spotify feed our apple feed our youtube feed directly in campsite.bio plus there's also this cool chip tip jar feature which we love even though we use buy me a coffee which is there But you know what? Maybe somebody just wants to do the quick boom and they want to leave a tip for us. They can do it right there at campsite.bio. So listen, I love it. I think it's a 10 out of 10. You really should be checking it out. Give it a try today. Use the free version. Uh, Really. Join over 250,000 other creators, agencies, and brands already at campsite.bios. Stay in control of your branding to create a bio link that matches you. Listen, and man, and I both know this. We know Instagram Recently, you know, now you can put four links in there, right? Hey, great. But you know what? Campsite Campsite.bio should be one of those four links because then you can put all the links you want in there and mm-hmm. really, you know, drive traffic to where you want to go. Amanda, do you have any other thoughts on campsite.bio? Because I know you use it as well.
1: I use it as well, and I just want to – I think it, we missed the last couple of weeks of just dropping this. I get that websites are a lot of work. Utilize this as your website. It is oh, yeah, five cool. minutes or less to set up. Then you have a website link. Don't miss out on followers, on business, on orders, on opportunity. Get yourself link today.
0: Absolutely. Blazing Fast bio link made your way. Create with ease, customization, and you can also share it. Get a high conversion mobile optimized landing page set up in minutes. Join for free right now. Campsite.bio. Check it out. All right. With all that, and I'm adding Amanda back into the stream. How are you? <laughs>
1: you, you this made me. I went, oh.
0: Where'd you go? I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> I cleaned a hair off my computer and the swipe went away. Like it made me go away. I, I couldn't stand like seeing. A billy hair on my computer, um, and it made me think of when we first started on Fireside way back when we were a oh, baby. Yeah, song swap showdowners, and I would inevitably always kick myself out of the the show every show every show. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say we had a, there was a lot of controlled things going on, <laughs> and so it was a lot to do. Like there was a lot, there's a lot to do here. There was even a lot more to do there. So yeah, it was it was, it was pretty Gosh, easy to kick yourself made me out of giggle. the show.
1: That was like yeah. right back to oh 2020.
0: <laughs> right back to it.
1: <laughs> Sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So your next song to me
1: I'm already jammed.
0: Branigan classic. <laughs> Gloria.
2: Gloria. Released Gloria. in
0: 1982. This song brought yes. back a lot of memories for me because I um I remember hearing this song all the time. This was all over New York radio back then in 1982 when this was released. I used to hear it all the time on WMBC, <laughs> all the time. It was always on. Uh, I think they played this song about a million times uh, a day. And uh, it, it, but it's a you know what? It's a good tune. Mm-hmm. However, I never knew this, and I don't know if you knew it. But when I was doing the research on this song, um, it was actually originally released by an Italian pop singer, Umberto. Oh. Tozy in 1979
1: interesting
0: so I was like wow I had no idea now I'm like I gotta hear the difference so here is a quick sample of Umberto Tozzi's version of the hit Gloria Gloria
1: It's pretty true to the tune, but it's yep. lacking the pizzazz.
2: Yep.
0: So obviously in Italian. So this was a hit in his home country and across Europe. And right. the big difference between this and that version uh was that uh in the lyrics, um, the original song in the original Italian version of the song, the singer is longing for Gloria in a Brannigan's version. She is addressing Gloria. Whose head is scrambled over a guy. Gloria seems to be on the verge of insanity. Are the voices in your head calling Gloria Brannigan asks. So Umberto Tozzi wrote this song with Italian composer Giancarlo Bagazzi, the Canadian songwriter, Trevor Vike, Vike, who wrote some of Sheena Easton's hits worked with Brand, worked on Brannigan's version and is credited as one of the songwriters uh, after a touring after touring as a backup singer for Leonard Cohen which also I did not know Laura Brannigan signed with Atlantic Records after auditioning for their chairman Ahmet Ergerton her first single All night with me stalled at number 69 in US but her next single Gloria was a winner she had an impressive run of hits over the next few years including self-control which went to number four. And that one was also a cover of an Italian song written by Giancarlo Bigazzi. Huh. Uh, this version of the song, Laura Brannigan's version, charted number six in the UK and number two in the United States. It also earned her a Grammy nomination for Best Pop Vocal, um, but she lost that year to Melissa Manchester's You Should Hear How He Talks About You, which I have no idea about that song.
1: I don't even know that song. And here don't, it I do won. I no
0: idea. The song was also recorded by Sheila. The, the song was recorded by Sheila B in French. And interesting enough, each version of the song, Italian, the original Italian, Laura Branagin's version, and Sheila B all have somewhat lyrical different meanings and are not literal translations. Um Wow. The now here's another fun thing. So we always talk about like um we always talk about like songs being played at sports games and things like that, which is sometimes I'm like, I know you haven't heard the song, but I'm sure you've heard it at a game, right? Yep. So the St. Louis blues, right? If anybody's an NHL hockey fan, like I am, but the uh, St. Louis blues started playing this at home games in 2019 after six of their players experienced the power of the song on January 6th, when they were in Philadelphia for a game against the flyers, the players went to a private club run by the mummers brigade the Jacks NYB, which had adopted Gloria as their theme song that night. The Philadelphia Eagles of the NFL won an exciting playoff game against the Chicago Bears. The club played Gloria in a place with nuts. The players convinced the team to start playing the song at home games after wins. And the crowds loved it. The team, which missed the playoffs of previous years, were off to a sluggish start up their game and finished third in their conference. In the playoffs, they made a remarkable run, winning the first Stanley Cup franchise history when they defeated the Boston Bruins. And is it because of Gloria? Is it because Gloria was played? <laughs> it could um, have been. Could have been. The song, <laughs> there was renewed interest in the song in January 2021 after a video emerged of it being played at, at President Donald Trump's Save America rally <laughs> just prior to storming of the United States Capitol. <laughs> so we often say
1: timing's everything.
0: Right. Timing's everything. <laughs> but it's amazing where this song's kind of like had its place in history in different parts between (laughs) being a sports, uh, a a sports anthem to like a regular pop song to being like some sort of political, like rally cry. I mean, crazy, (laughs) but uh, still very good song. Um, And it's amazing. It's really amazing how the song has, has taken on a life of its own over the years and and still continues to go. Mm -hmm. So I really like the song. And like I said, it brings back a lot of memories for me as far as, you know, growing up and hearing it all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. this was such a staple of like New York pop radio back then. And and you know, when I was growing up here, you know, being in in this in this New Jersey New York area, I mean, I, it's like between Z one hundred WPLJ WADW, um, uh the uh, like uh, one hundred five point five WDHA KRO. I mean. Uh, WNBC I mean it was like literally you could turn the dial and boom you had every music that you could possibly want everything that was popular was played so I definitely and on top of that MTV Mm -hmm. you know this was on MTV a lot too so there was like no escaping the song and it is pretty it is pretty infectious I would say it's got a great hook it holds up man when you hear it you're like all right it's great it's a good song And she
1: sings it with such conviction. She really does. I was probably four or five years old singing this like my life depended on it. I have always loved this song.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so what uh, what inspired you with this song? Like, where does where does this fall for you? Is it uh, like you're saying you you you've heard this song, obviously. And Mm -hmm. so where does it where does it rank for you? Or like, where did you first hear it? And, you know. What is I, your connection with
1: it? My older sister, obviously, a lot of those 80s songs. Because I was very young in the 80s, but I always loved music in yeah. the 80s. And you can remember music far earlier than you can remember a lot of other things. And I just, I, my sister would play like this and her Michael Jackson records and all of the other stuff. And I would just feel it so strongly. Like, and I was so little, like I had no experience in life. And here I was mm-hmm. singing Gloria like my life depended on it, and like I had the friend <laughs> in which the song is referencing. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. All the voices in your head. I probably oh, was doing like the yeah. outperforming. I don't, <laughs> I, I've never known a Gloria except for one person, and she was like an old Gloria.
0: Right. Same.
1: An old Gloria. Same. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I don't know. I just always. They, actually, all three of my songs, I basically were was like, OK, these are my three songs. I researched more to see if I was going to add any new ones to it. And after mm-hmm. I finally just sent my list, like, no, these are my three.
0: These are your three.
1: These are my three.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Gloria is a great song and I, I really enjoy it. And every time I, I mean, it's. It's one of those songs that I think just I mean, this is just my opinion. I feel like everybody knows this song. I just do. I don't know. But just because mm-hmm. I like I said I grew up in an area where I just felt mm-hmm. like it was just constantly mm-hmm. on no matter where I went and all that. And but it's a it's a good song. It's very catchy. It is an earworm of a song. Mm-hmm. Uh it is very well written. I I'm not sure I I'm like torn. I, I don't I don't know if it's a five record for me. But it's pretty darn close, man. Understood. It's really darn close. Understand. So I am going to give it the rating of a four point seven.
1: Okay, that I, is my I official
0: rating record for this. Is a four point seven for Laura Branigan's Gloria.
1: I like that. Thank you yeah. for that four point seven.
0: You are very welcome. It's it's a really good tune, and I I don't know this this I guess this is my age uh, a little bit showing is that you know it's like and I I don't know I feel like. You know, we, we're, we're children of the 80s. You know, we grew up during the 80s. And so it's just like this is an 80s song, like mm-hmm. 100% through and through. I, 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 you would hear this at the roller rink. Like they they played this, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, it just sits different because while I've heard it no less than a gazillion times, when it comes on, I don't feel like I've heard it enough. It's one mm-hmm. of those rare songs that, it, you know, you remember it just in a place in your history, that yeah. is comfortable as opposed to going, oh, my God, I remember when this was on and they played it over and over. And You don't have the same like like for it because you go, I don't know. Like, what was that song? I don't know. We'd have to look at our playlist. And you're like, you know, it just was such a staple at the time I was over it. Like, and you almost yeah. have a negative response to it because it was overplayed. Where this one, I don't think anyone has any. Well, I don't know. I guess we're pulling a very small amount of people. But prove me wrong. I don't think a lot of people have like a bad feeling when this song comes on.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I I don't. Uh, I don't think I've love ever me met anybody who can't. Who doesn't like like because like, oh, I guess songs terrible. I mean, yeah. But I also feel like it's. I, I also haven't met a lot of people like under our age, like that have heard it. So like, I don't know. Like, I'd have to see what the girls think about it. I'll like, have they may to ask be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I had to see if the girls have had an experience with this song or not.
1: Well, and even Marcus didn't say it was stupid. Which is well, something because he would Ma- say if a song's choice was stupid.
0: <laughs> but Marcus is also our age. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. He, you know what I'm saying?
1: Super fair. Super fair.
0: You know, he's also grew up at yeah, the same time the same we all grew up. Decade. And so it's just one of these songs where we grew Call up with it the there. Video. It was, it was big. Oh, so big. And it's still relevant, but like it's, you know, I don't know. So good. I feel like that, I feel like that, uh, I feel like that our age group is the one that really digs the song although you know me but hey listen you know we've seen this time and time again right songs that we grew up on it were like whatever and then they break because they show up on a on a show and they get rediscovered or someone makes a tiktok with it and it gets rediscovered you know i just mm. when we were just when you and if anybody follows us on social i don't want to divert too much but if you follow us on social media uh and we 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 talked about um you know the 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 wreck of the uh, the Edmund Fitzgerald, right? Because yes. we just had Gordon Lightfoot recently pass, and so we put out a couple videos. Yeah. Um, we did a little tribute to him. We we put out some clips from that. And but then I looked on because I I do check. I checked, uh Spotify's viral fifty, right? Because it's like here's the songs that are viral in the United States right right now.
1: You're so good at keeping up on those trends. And would
0: you believe that? At number 16 is The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Trending on, and Sundown is number 26 on Spotify's <laughs> viral, top top 50 viral songs in the United States, which is updated pretty weak. Like, this was last updated, actually, May 8th, right? So that's today when we're recording this episode. So two of
1: his songs are on the top 50. Two of
0: his songs are trending in the top 50 viral charts.
1: Did you know that there's the church that every year, like, hits their, does the bell for every lost life of that shipwreck? I did not know that. Yes. And so they, when he passed away, they did the bell for all of the people that were on the shipwreck and one extra for him.
0: Oh, that's nice. Isn't that so sweet?
1: And there was lighthouses that were lit up on his, in his honor. So I just think he really left uh, an amazing legacy through his yep. music. Man, I oh agree. Man.
0: I agree. Oh, and by the way, another. So he's got three songs trending. <gasps> Number thirty three is "If You Could Read My Mind." If you could read.
1: Oh, I love so so that song. Those
0: are three of his songs trending mm-hmm. in the United States right now as viral hits right now. So, mm-hmm. just bringing it back to Laura Branigan's "Gloria," yeah. very easily, you know. She could be trending very, very soon. I mean, yeah, we've I, seen it time and time again with so many uh, uh, artists. Like it's so Kate, true. I think Kate Bush is still blown away. I <laughs> that her song running up that hill as like you know being featured in Stranger Things still. To like, I still see her do interviews being like, I cannot believe um, that that song is taken on the life that it has.
1: And I want to say until you have taken your love last breath on this earth, your life is not done being lived. Like you do not give up on yourself no matter how old you are. There are so many older people on TikTok that are like living their best life now because they found their people. Like it's so much fun. So I mean to think that Kate Bush has this extra little like life that to your point, she probably would have never predicted. You just never know what the next day is going to bring. So keep doing you
0: keep doing you, there mm. you
1: go.
0: well said well said okay all right so <laughs> my next song to you i it's funny <laughs> right i want to i just i'm not even gonna preface it forget it you just go and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll talk later
1: so what's really funny is marcus calls my mom rose Rosalita. yeah okay so anytime never to her face but always behind like in our home so what was rosalita up to today <laughs> and so he always calls her Rosalita. Like never anyone else has called her that. So every time. So when you sent the song, it makes me smile because it makes me think of my mom. Um, This was the only song of the three that I knew. Okay. With that being said, I really remember it differently. Okay. It's really interesting because it wasn't like I knew it super, super, super well as a child. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, obviously it was. It was a popular song. So mm-hmm. I I knew I knew of it. But I was like, why do I feel like that's different? So I feel like in Amanda Fashion, I made up some lyrics, made up some noise to it. So when I'm listening yeah. to it for our showdown, I'm like, that sounds different. <laughs> and maybe a cassette tape sounds different. Maybe the vinyl records sound different.
0: I mean, you just may have a different memory associated with it, too, yeah. you know. And so it's like and if you haven't listened to a song in a long time, you know, you're like, wow, I just remember this differently. Like, and
1: It's probably been I mean, more than 20 years since I probably had heard this song. OK. It Had not really been on my radar. Um, See, so this I, is
0: the difference between where we live geographically. by Of the way. course,
1: of course. <laughs> but I was interested. So I was looking up um, I thought I had a screenshot of it. Yeah, I said see screenshot and screenshot's not there. But anyway, I thought it was interesting, the story behind yeah. the song mm-hmm. and how this was a basically about a mother. Like this. the song's about yeah. a mother who didn't really approve of a relationship and it just was a really, it's a longer yeah. song too. So it was, I appreciated the storytelling element of it now that I'm 41 as opposed to when I was younger, I just listened to the tune more and I enjoyed the sound of the song, but I had no clue yeah. about the song. So it was super fun.
0: Yeah. And uh so according to songfacts.com so the uh, in 1974 and 75, Springsteen would sometimes tell journalists that when he was 17, he was hot and heavy for a girl hot whose heavy. mother
1: who didn't approve
0: <laughs> and got a court order against him.
1: Can you believe that?
0: Yeah. She would call the cops if she saw him. So Bruce had to come by on the sly. He said and he said this was the inspiration for Rosalita, specifically the line, Mama, she's home in the window waiting up for us. Springsteen considers this the best love song he's ever wrote, which he would often declare before performing it. It's proof that a love song does not have to be slow or sappy. Yeah, Rosalita, come out tonight. That's the official name of the song, which a lot of people just call it Rosalita. But yeah, that's the song. And it was released in 1973 on The Wild, The Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle. So... <laughs> i will um i uh so of course the guy from new jersey gives you a bruce springsteen song i will say it took me three three seasons of this show to give you a springsteen song i will say that a guy me being from new jersey i am not a big bruce springsteen fan i never got wrapped up into the springsteen cult here in new jersey um but I will say the first four Bruce Springsteen records, I think, are solid. I, they're really good records. So I don't consider myself a giant Springsteen fan, but I mm-hmm. really enjoy those first four records because especially here growing up in New Jersey, it's like all you've ever heard is Bruce Springsteen. And But there is something about like, which I've always, which I know I'm not the only one, but it's, it is the Jersey sound. Like, I feel like that in this song in it's particular sounds to me like. I don't even know. It doesn't even really make sense. But like if you were to say, what does New Jersey sound like? It sounds like Rosalita.
1: I'm going to listen to it again with those ears because I feel like I understand what you're saying. It reminds me when I
0: when I hear Rosalita, I instantly think about the boardwalk and going to Jersey Shore and spending summers down there. And it just summertime here in New Jersey. It just sounds like New Jersey to me. Like that's what early Bruce Springsteen, especially like Rosalita. That. And that's, you know, growing up here, you know, Springsteen's everywhere. But also, once got on MTV, you know, being a, a, a child of MTV in the 80s, Rosalita was actually a video they played all the time. And it was like one of those live uh, videos that they would play at MTV. And this was one of the ones that they played all the time was Rosalita. And I always loved it because it's just like, you know, they're just having a best time and it's that sound and you know, the song's great. And of course, you know, definitely made the line, Somewhere in the Swamps of Jersey, one of the most like famous lines, <laughs> I think, from a Bruce Springsteen song is like, You know, Somewhere in the Swamps of Jersey. Like, it's just like, and that's kind of <laughs> been like a thing here in New Jersey where like even other bands have written songs that have dropped that line or, and, um, you know, have even named like records like called The Swamps of New Jersey and stuff. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it is a very New Jersey song, I would just say.
1: I can't wait to listen to it one more time, but just with that specific it, like thing in mind.
0: Yeah, it just is like, um, and even it's you know after touring relentlessly around the Jersey Shore, he finally signed a record deal and got some money, proving his naysayers wrong. Springsteen called the song "I Kiss Off" to everybody who counted you out, put you down, and decide you weren't good enough.
1: It blows my mind that he. Thought he wasn't good enough. That really is surprising to me. Or people thought that he wasn't good enough because his success (laughs) clearly indicates something other than that. So interesting.
0: Yeah, I uh, this is one of the uh, this is just one of the songs that, you know, when I. Like, I will always say, I'm not, I, I used to say this to people all the time. I still say, I'm not a Springsteen fan, but man, I love Rosalita. I think this song is just great. And listen, Born to Run, all those, yeah, but like, I don't know. I think Rosalita, that's, this is his, that's so this funny. is a Chef's Kiss song.
1: <laughs> so when we said we were going to do this show, was this a instant, like, you knew that this song was going to be instant. on your list? Okay.
0: Going on the list. Like, it was like when, like, this you had, foot. The Elvis, like when when we're and Ashley brought it up, I'm like, Rosalita's going on this list. Like it's going on.
1: I love it. So um where do I put it?
0: Where do you put Rosalita?
1: Where do I put it? So I I, unlike you, have a few other favorites. Like I think we we've had um is it Secret Garden, I think is what the official Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Secret Um, Garden. we we chose that or I chose that for a previous show because I I really am a fan of his. Some of it, not all of his songs. Yeah, but there right. are some I mean, listen, that just speak to me. So I am a fan. Where do I put this? I enjoyed this. I, I feel like I have to still digest that as listening to it as an adult. I'm still not quite going, why do I feel like it's different? So I really need to figure out why I feel like I should know this differently, because that's bothering me. But so with that aside though, and there's that little clappy part, like there's that clappy, yeah, the little day, clappy and I'm part. I'm like, oh, that's that- bonus points for me because you know I love good clappy parts. Um, so alright This is going to come in I'm going to do 4.5 4.5 I all have
0: right. 4
1: written down But I feel like You've talked me up 0. 0.5 records Okay Alright so 4.5
0: My my story Your story a little bit My you story You campaign era. Yes Yeah
1: So 4.5 <laughs> Yeah
0: Dave Manley The only spring scene song I like Is this cover for Oh Mary Don't You Weep
1: Oh Mary Don't You Weep mm. yeah.
0: And his favorite Gordon Lightfoot song Is Don Coyote
1: You know a good one Yeah, man, we should do a whole episode on his songs.
0: We could do a Gordon Lightfoot song, but then it's like it's tough because I guess we're just, you know what, then it's just a ranking, it's just a ranking, I don't know. That's true, that
1: That is true. We'll
0: have to figure that out.
1: I mean, we did the Beatles one. We did. His catalog is just so phenomenal. It's a massive catalog. Bravo to him. Yeah. What a talented man.
0: By By the way. Rosalita was also used in the final episode of The Office, by the way.
1: <laughs> was it really?
0: Yeah, it plays while Michael and Dwight are dancing at Dwight and Angela's wedding uh, <laughs> Oh, my
1: goodness. What a classic. We're rewatching The Office for the gazillion time. Yeah. I mean, it great never show. gets old for me. What a great show. Great show. Oh, man. So. That last. That. Oh, that. Like when Michael leaves in the last episode, those mm. were. Those were something.
0: Those were something.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: All right. So your third and final <laughs> song to me, which this is, uh, I love this song. This is like one of my like when you when anybody <laughs> ever says the chicks or Dixie chicks or the chicks as they're now known as, yeah. um, this is the song. This is the only song that I think of. Like it that's great. Is Goodbye Earl. Uh, I, I listen this song. In the video, by the way, I don't know if you have ever seen. You've seen the music video for yeah. this song. So music videos perfect because like literally plays out how you would think the song like because the song actually sounds like a short film and the the music video is like just that it's like that film um it's a great and you know we've talked about this before murder ballads right in Uh country the murder ballad seems to be a a thing and so this is a murder ballad um and uh and listen if you don't know the song right I'll, i'll play a little bit in a bit but But basically, this uh, Goodbye Earl is the story of a woman exacting the ultimate revenge on a violent husband. And it was written by Dennis Lynn, who is best known for writing the 1972 Elvis hit. Do you know what song this is? No. Burning Love. Mm. Uh, Lynn had written several other songs that included a character by the name of Earl, most notably the Queen of My Double Wide Trailer by Sammy Kershaw. And his track was an effort to kill off the Earl character. Lynn also played acoustic guitar in a Dixie Chicks recording of this song. So, um, you know, that's
1: interesting. So he took this as an extension to another song to conclude.
0: Right. That character Earl's kind of like been, uh, I guess, in his in his his songwriting anthology. Uh, the song actually stirred some controversy and it was for its take on spousal abuse and was banned by several radio programmers. If you can believe it. I don't remember that. Neither do I, but I I guess maybe, I I guess it depends. Maybe it doesn't say what, what, uh, states or counties. I'm sure it wasn't
2: because I mean, it was a huge
0: song and it was everywhere. So I can't imagine it. It didn't really slow the song down. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, I, I, uh, listen, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that can be said about this song, but first of all, I just, I think it's a great song. I love Nally means the way she sings this in this with her at, she's got such great attitude. I think That's she's got sass. a great voice and uh, this song, like I can't even hear anybody else doing the song, but them, and I know other people have done covers. I, there's the, the, uh, the, um. Uh, the one band that I've played for you before, which I think they do a really fun cover of it, is uh is the uh the the punk rock band that I've done where they where they do all the um the covers of they I think basically you sent take me, songs.
1: I'm pretty sure you may have sent me them. Yeah, I
0: gotta am gonna cue um, that up real quick cause it's because it's, it's they do a really funny version. Oh, yeah, me first to the Gimme Gimme's. Yes. They do a really fun version of this.
2: Marianne and Wando are the best of friends all through the high school days.
0: Good version. Both members of the 4 H Club, both active in the FFA. After graduation, Mary, am I looking for. It's a great, it's a fun version of this song. But it's like, like, but this song really led to stuff to be a punk rock rock song. Because it is a punk rock.
2: This is
0: a punk rock song, man.
1: And no offense to them being, as a man who's singing it, there's something way more convicting when yeah. Natalie is singing it with her sass. It's almost like you all have been warned. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> like I. Get, there's the one part. Right
1: that She's got that great line in here. in here.
0: She's like, <laughs> right
1: away, What's that, I, I this breakdown, break no, I, I love the way that breaks out right here. She and they So out good. Hand and it didn't
0: take them long to dying Such a better
1: oh. old be I'm <laughs> I, like, I mean, you've been
0: warned. I love it. Goodbye. That's <laughs> like
1: great. alright to me.
0: <laughs> it's so great, man.
1: Just so sad. great. great. Uh, <laughs> it's
0: great and i i think i i don't know i love this song i really think it's it's really well done it's fun every time it comes on and and yeah it's a murder ballad but you know what earl earl <laughs> deserves what he gets i'm just gonna say he deserves it he got it it's great um five records and this song is out. a five record song it <laughs> really is
2: it's
1: it's great the la la la's of how they yeah. they as they say in the song they ain't losing any sleep at night over this <laughs> i mean
0: it's really amazing when you think about it, that they made a a country pop song mm-hmm. that is a murder ballad <laughs> a hit i mean it charted number 19 and this was released in 1999 and you think like it's a song about revenge where they literally murder this guy and it's a fun sing along song <laughs>
1: And you're fully aware of what you're singing. Like some songs percent you with you. Like you're, you start singing because you're yeah. like, I love this. And then you're like, oh, what am I singing? But yeah. this, it's very clear what you're singing and people sing it anyway.
0: It really is. Um, and Taylor Swift has said that she's a professed uh, Dixie Chicks fan. Chicks. Uh, during her Los Angeles stop on a 1989 world tour, she revealed Goodbye Earl used to be her go to talent show song. I believe Um, it. And she once invited Natalie Maines to sing it on stage with her.
1: That's fun.
0: Could you? I'd love to see some of those Taylor Swift, uh, uh, you know, talent show talent show tapes. (laughs) Talent show tapes of her doing "Goodbye Earl."
1: (laughs) Well, and you know, she has. Unfortunately, if Taylor Swift would have sang this song now, without the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks singing it before, I think the hate Taylor would have gotten. Oh, yeah. Would have been significant. Like, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. The chicks sing it. (laughs) No one questions it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's the thing is like, and I've always liked Natalie Maines. You know, I think she's great. Um, I mean, listen, the the chicks as a whole are just they're awesome musicians. They really are. But uh, there's like her, the way she sings this. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, like. This is as punk rock as you get for country. country. Like and and on top of that, it's it's it's. In the in the in the shell of a pop song, which I just think is is genius. I, I really do. That's it why it's a it, that's why it's five records. It checks the boxes, and it, I like it. A, not a big country fan, but like they're kind of like mm-hmm. they're always. There's a been, lot of
1: marrying of the worlds.
0: Right, right.
1: Mm, I love that. Yeah. It makes me think of fried green tomatoes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, T- yeah, Taylor Swift. Uh, Al, she, Taylor Swift. She would have dug that whole lot deeper if she covered it now. <laughs> <That's Yeah.
1: true. laughs> well, I accept those five records. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you liked it. And I
0: do, I do. And I and I was glad you put this on here. I was actually like, oh yeah, I forgot about you know, of course, Earl's the name, but it's it's a good song, man. It's a really good song. <laughs> There's- I love when it comes on at the bar, too, because people sing along with it. It's always crazy.
1: with conviction. Yeah, um, I like the. I know I talk about TikTok a lot on the show, but it's just what we do. And there's the TikToks with Taylor Swift. No, no, no. Um, Miley Cyrus I can buy myself flowers like when everybody was doing that trend. Yeah. And then the Gen X people like we're going or baby millennials or older millennials, rather. They're like, hmm. <laughs> No, we came from goodbye Earl. Like, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to buy our own flowers. We can kill other people. Like, you're in a Correct. whole different world. We yeah. are not the same.
0: Yeah. Murder ballad. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're not going to buy our own flowers. We're just going to move on. <laughs> right. We're just going to move on. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. Need me to say more?
0: <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
1: so, it's super fun. I love the differences between decades. Different uh, yeah, generations. generational. It's so yeah. fun. Um, all right. So I accept your five records. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. your last song to me for the show is Rudy Can't Fall by The Clash. And Marcus also said good choice on this song. And I'm always impressed when he knows, knows the things. And I thought – I do have a screenshot of this. And I thought how awful. I went to songfacts.com because I wanted to like know yeah. a little bit about this. And it said a Rudy is a rude boy. Yeah. Which, to me, like, I I hear rude as something else. Like, my definition right. of rude is whatever.
0: Right. But, but in England, in it, it's a much different... Yeah.
1: It's derogatory, basically. It says, which is a term for the first English, English generation born to Jamaican parents who had immigrated to England.
2: Mm-hmm. So, they
1: called the Jam English Generation. These rude boys were often looked down upon as irresponsible and such. And I just thought that was, like, really... Ooh. Right. So, I, I respected where this song came from after I did a little bit of a research. So had I not did a little bit of research on it, I would have probably put it in a different category. But speaking of we, so we have two songs that were basically being utilized during election seasons. So you just referenced Trump's (laughs) and Gloria and then Rudy Giuliani (laughs) used this for his 2008 bid at the Republican party or nominee. Um, which I just find fascinating and we don't get into politics in this show, but honest to God, why would someone say, Rudy, this is a really good idea?
0: Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, obviously he had no idea what the song was about. He just went for the song title. Rudy can't fail. And I'm like, why? I'm like, no, like it's it's so anti, (laughs) like everything that he stands for, like
1: in every way possible. Yes. So yeah. We're not taking a political stance. We're just saying, where are the PR people to these people?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like people really need to look at, like, do you even know what the song's about? You have no idea. You have no idea what the song is really about. No. Like,
1: SongFact.com is an amazing tool. So yeah. anyone and out there. <laughs>
0: 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: before utilizing a song for yeah. a political campaign or any other business. Maybe just check the meaning of the song. So I, I thought yeah. this was a fun ditty, even though it was kind of like cunt kind of came from a, a a background of not being great, but I thought it was a fun ditty.
0: But it was also the great thing about this, though, is that, well, yes, the term is derogatory, but it's also, you know, the Clash being a very uh, political minor band, also another punk, great punk rock band, you know, quote, unquote, the only band that matters. Uh, but <laughs> the uh but the thing is, it's it's a celebration of the culture, you know, of the Rude Boy yeah. culture. And, you know, and that's really what the song is about. And the fact, too, that the song even kind of came out about it was like, it was sort of a jam session song that, you know, when they were recording London Call and it just sort of came out of like, hey, we're just jamming out. We wanted to do like a ska type song, um, reggae feel, because they were they Clash clasher big into ska and reggae. Loved it. And I love that they created something that like, you know, personifies what they're about and just came out of that place of like, oh, let's just screw around, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just such an organic sounding song. I've always loved the feel and the bounce of this song. I, it's it's one of my favorite Clash songs. It really is. And um and I've actually gone back recently and sort of just relisting to like a lot of old Clash again, um, even. And this is going to be controversial. Even the record Sandinista. <laughs> I've gone back and I've <laughs> I've listened to that. It's still not my favorite, but there I've, I've listened to it with renewed ears. And there are some good tracks on that record as well. But I will say, as far as classic Clash goes, this is 100% one of my favorite Clash songs. So um, let's listen to a little bit of Rudy Can't Fail real quick. I love this bounce, man. It's so good.
1: I just love I really enjoy reggae And that Jamaican sound It's so good
0: So good Such a great great song man
1: And the vocals match up to it Yeah It it, it just really It sounds good
0: Yeah it's such a I don't know it's such a fun song to listen to And and, uh, you put it on during the summer And all that it's just it's great. It's a really good song. Really well written. It
1: does make me think of summer.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: So where do I put this?
0: Well, Dave Mattingly agrees. Rudy Can't feel is a great choice. First time I heard it, I thought they were singing Rudy got bail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: That's something to be celebrated. <laughs> um. All right. So where do I where put do you
0: rank it? Where do you I, rank it?
1: I'm going to put this at like a 39 Okay. I think this will come into be that four record range here because mm-hmm. it's on my playlist, but it's not quite quite there yet. But I think it's going to get there. So I think a three point nine, knowing that it's going to hop up to that four range,
0: it's definitely going to hop up.
1: I, I I agree. It's just not there enough to say like this is a four record for me mm-hmm. yet, but it's it's got potential.
0: Okay. All right. Rudy got bail. Rudy got bail. <laughs>
1: Rudy got bail is probably going to be a four record here in the next week or so.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it Rudy got bail like for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> thank you, Dave.
0: <laughs> that was very 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 well said. <laughs> wow, what a show. What a Funny. show today. Great songs to talk about. This this was a lot of fun. Um Ashley, thank you so thank much you. for uh Suggesting this on our show, so this was uh, this was a really good one. I I had this wasn't even on my radar to even do a, 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 a songs with names in the no. titles. So, and by the way, I know for anybody out there listening or watching this right now, I'm surprised I didn't get the comment. And believe me, it wasn't lost on me because I was this close to doing it, but I didn't. Was put Boston's Amanda on this oh. list. <laughs> And I know everybody's like, how did you not put because I'm sure Amanda has heard Amanda.
1: <laughs> I I did tell Marcus and I said, Well, Amanda and Mandy were favorites of mine, but it didn't make my list. Yeah.
0: I'm like, it's just it's just too much. It's just too on the nose. I mean, you know, like
1: you know, Maybe we'll add those two to the playlist just for fun. We probably will. We probably
0: will. Um, but yeah, I was like, yes. So if anybody's screaming like, how did you not give Amanda Amanda? Once again, it's supposed to be songs that we don't think the other has ever heard before. And I can guarantee Amanda's heard Amanda.
1: I have. By Boston. Yeah, <laughs> she has. Know, I did not know. It wasn't until a manager when I worked at the hardware store. Mm-hmm. said, you've never heard that song, Amanda? And I was like, no. I didn't realize that there was Mandy and Amanda, two songs with my name in it, for forever. I was probably 23 before I realized it.
0: For all those people who just want to hear it. Babe,
1: babe. So far away. <laughs> <There's> something
0: <laughs> I just have to say. I wonder what I just have Amanda. to Amanda. Marcus is going to sing
1: this to you bro. He's never sang this song to me ever But we know the love-hate relationship he has with me <laughs> we're
0: all, I'm going to come out there We're all going to do karaoke together Marcus and I are going to sing this to you
1: Get some lighters <laughs> I'm going
0: to play guitar and Marcus is going to sing this to you
1: <laughs> He's karaokeed once with me
0: We're going to karaoke this song together. Okay. This is going
1: out to Amanda. (laughs) 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 And if if there's a good chance there's five other Amandas in the bar because that was like one of the number one (laughs) names growing up. I had three Amandas in my kindergarten class. I think I've said before. And there were five kindergarten classes. So it wasn't like they were just all like, oh, let's put them all in one class. No, no, no. Plenty of Amandas in each class. Interesting. Yeah. Very, interesting. very interesting. And I was the only one that my dad named. Mm. And they didn't have a name for me until I was born. And he's he like, I guess she's an Amanda. <laughs> 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 so boring, right?
0: Oh, that's hilarious.
1: Dave coming in. My late – Oh, oh.
0: My, sometimes I get on my nerves by parodying CCRs. So I want to know have you ever seen the Lorraine. I used to do that to So my my, my older daughter, um, her name is uh, her name's Jana. So I used to always uh, do David Bowie's song, Changes, and I used to go Jana, like instead of changes, I used to do that all the time. And that other, and that Aerosmith song Jaded, I used to say instead of jaded, I used to say Jaded.
1: <laughs> and when I make any song turn into Owen, he just sits yeah. there and he's like
0: Please stop.
1: He Yeah.
0: Yeah, Poor parents kid. are so lame. Parents they are so
1: lame. <laughs> 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 Parents just don't understand.
0: We're like, hey, we're so funny. Ah. Like guys are so so lame. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. But you know, being a parent, I'm not speaking for everyone, but being a parent to me is one of the most fun and most rewarding things in this world. So I got to have fun with it. (laughs) (laughs) We have to, we enjoy ourselves way too much.
0: We do. We do. We do. All right. So we're going to let everybody go because we appreciate everybody hanging on. Uh, once again, we, we do really uh, sincerely. We appreciate it. you spending so some of your precious time with us. Uh, it, we, we we just do. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. We get it. We understand. Uh, it's There's a lot of choices you have, but the fact that you stick around and you hang out, you listen to us, you watch us, uh, we truly do appreciate it. So please make sure if you want to continue having fun with us, uh, join our Facebook group. Uh, it's the Song Swap Showdown uh, backstage group. Uh Use the link. It's in the notes. You can get access to it. It's completely free. There's no subscriptions or anything like that. You can join it. Have fun with us. We're always posting stuff about the show. We're continuing conversations, and it's also as you've seen or as you heard, uh, it is a place where you can become part of the show and help us pick themes, help us pick songs. Like you have a voice in the show. So please join us there and have some fun with us. We appreciate it. Uh, also. Uh, As we always ask, please hit that follow button wherever you're listening to the show or that subscribe button wherever you're watching, it, especially on YouTube, because when you do that, it actually does help the show grow by helping others to discover the show. And please make sure you do the same for your favorite creator that you're watching or listening to, because at the end of the day, it really does matter. You may not think about it like that, but that three seconds Two seconds you take to hit that button, it actually really makes a big difference in your favorite creator's life. So please take the time to do that. And uh, if you like what you heard today, please uh, feel free to support us by uh, heading over to buy me a coffee and buy us a coffee. Support the show. Or you can use the tip jar in our campsite that bio Ta-ta. link. All those places, it does help. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the show, uh, please let us know. Hit us up at info at songswapshowdown.com, and we'd be happy to talk to you about our sponsorship opportunities. Woo! With all that being said, man, what a fun show today. Amanda, any final words?
1: Just thank you all for being here and participating with us. What a fun show, and we'll see you next week.
0: Yep, we will see you guys next week for another exciting episode of <laughs> the song swap showdown all right everybody have an amazing uh week and we'll see you next time
1: <laughs> bye
0: get notified every single time we drop a new episode of chris and amanda's song swap showdown just hit that follow button wherever you get your podcasts If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the show, please use the email address in our show notes and we'll get right back to you. And last but not least, please feel free to follow us over on our social accounts on Instagram and TikTok at SongSwapShowdown or join our ever-growing community in our Facebook group by using the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening.